This podcast is a proud member of the That Moment In Podcast Network. Check out the network at thatmomentin.com. of Cinema Recalls, Thriller Thursdays, over at ThatMomentIn.com. I'm your host, The Vern, and if you never heard these episodes before, these are the shows where I review a new or classic horror or suspense feature. Now, they always say that meeting your in-laws can be murder, and that statement is tested out in the new horror comedy, Ready or Not. Now, this is the third feature from directing duo Tyler Gillett and Matt Benatelli-Oplin. They are the same team behind VHS and Southbound. How do they do with their first non-anthology horror narrative? Well, I'm going to tell you that after playing an ad from a very cool podcast, and then stay tuned after the review, because I will have two other movies to recommend that will go with this movie, alright? After these messages, we'll be right Hi guys, I'm Dane. And I'm Daniel. And we're from the IMDb Journey podcast. Where we break down every movie from the top 250 list, giving our own thoughts and reviews and any general discussion along the way. But when we're not doing that, we also battle other podcasts in various movie-related games of trivia and drafts. We also give quick reviews about every other film we've watched as well. Yeah, here we're quite good too. Yeah, if you guys don't believe us, why don't you listen to these genuine testimonies? Oh, hey guys, you guys are really good. I love your chemistry. Oh, hey, Brew. It's, uh, this is a, this is a good podcast, yo. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, love the banter, guys. Keep it up. I'm DB Jenny is one of my favorite podcasts of all time. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, fantastic testimonies. Oh, thanks, guys. Absolutely genuine and real. <laughs> And if you want to give a genuine testimony as well, go ahead and search for IMDb Journey. You can find us on all your favorite podcast sites, including iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. So come along and join our journey. There you are. Nervous? Oh, no. Don't take it personally. They're just trying to figure out if you're a gold-digging whore. You know, like my wife. When someone new joins the family, you have to play a game. This box. We'll choose what we'll play. Hide and seek? Are we really gonna play that? Those are the rules. You get to hide. I know you're in here. They think they have to kill you before sunrise. What? Your family's insane. Fuck! Do you think this is a fucking game? Yes, hide and seek. I'm really good at it. Ready or not, rated R. Alright, welcome back. You just heard a small trailer. The plot of Ready or Not is about a bride played by Samara Weaven who has to survive a night against her husband, played by Mark O'Brien, murders in laws during a game of hide and seek. Now, the enjoyment of Ready or Not is due to its simplistic plot, its cast, and its runtime. If neither of those elements worked, then I feel this movie would have been a gigantic waste of time. But when meld together, this was a fun movie. Not a perfect movie, but still a fun one. 
Now, the cast is excellent. I've only seen Samar Reven in Babysitter on Netflix and totally dark her performance in that lead role. And I dug her performance in this role as well. Uh, other stands out were Adam Brody as the alcoholic brother-in-law and Melanie Scrofano as the clumsy, ditzy sister of the brothers. Probably her sister-in-law, I'm not quite sure the uh, elements of the family there. Um, they both steal a lot of scenes during the runtime. The only weak link is Mark O'Brien as uh, the bride's husband, Samara Weaven's character's husband, um, who is very bland. Even when things about him are revealed and he changed the persona, he's still rather dull. Now when it comes to the plot, I found the concept, aka the actual reason why the in-laws chose to start hunting the bride, to be one of the weakest elements of the film. See, I'm going to give you slight little spoils here, but not too much. So a long time ago in the story, the great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandfather of the family, which are known as the Les Domas, he made a deal with the devil to secure his family's fortune, and so every time a new person wants to join the family, they must play a game. Uh, sometimes it's just chess or some board games, but when the game of hide and seek is chosen, the family must sacrifice that person for dawn, or all the rest of them will die. And I just want this family to be evil. I mean, can't they just be evil and enjoy killing without making it? to like the devil and have it be all supernatural. Uh, the whole thing with the devil angel was one that I wished was removed or changed slightly. It, uh, that's more my elements of that's the elements I didn't like. Now directors Gillett and Oplin, they seem to be focused more on having the audience laugh than provide intention. And uh, it's a very tough balance to do both Something that makes you laugh and then makes you scared, and only a few people can do this. I think the only two best examples that I can think of off the top of my head are Cabin in the Woods and Drag Me to Hell. And I think you're gonna say, what about you know Evil Dead 2? I'm like, yeah, Evil Dead 2's got some good scares in there, but I still think that's more of a comedy than horror. And maybe that's the tone they're going for. Maybe they just want to go over just like a silly horror feature. But I want there to be some sort of tension in there. Um, otherwise, I think the movie's fine. For just 90 minutes long, you're not going to hate your time with this at all. I don't think it's one that necessarily needs to be seen in theaters. I think this is a fun one you can watch. Definitely during Halloween with your friends. Out of five stars, I'm going to give whether you're not. I'm going to give this one a solid four. All right. Still think it's fine. Now, I would have moved the whole devil aspect. Um, if you go on to the site thatmomentin.com, you can read writer Stephen Lee's review of Radio Not on there. Um, he was very positive, had strong words to say uh, about Simmer Weaven. Uh, so go on to the site and check that out. The other two features that I want to recommend to go along with this, the first one is going to be obvious. I know a lot of other podcasters and a lot of reviews are going to mention this, and it's, of course, your next. I want to meet your family. Thanks to Mom and Dad for having us all here together. <laughs> On August 23rd. Why would anybody do this? This wasn't a random attack. Our family's being targeted. The hunted. Grab anything that might make a good weapon. 
fight back. Everything's gonna be fine. Rated R, August 23rd. Uh, Adam Wingard's feature, and I want to say that came out pretty recently. I thought that was like 2011 or so. I'm not quite sure about that. Yeah, it was 2011. Um, this one stars uh, Shardy Vinson, and it stars uh, Joe Swanberg and A.J. Brown, and it's about a... Uh, and also uh, Ty West, Barbara Crampton's in this one. It's about a family... Uh, who's going to spend the weekend together, uh, they're very dysfunctional, and then a bunch of people wearing animal masks start hunting the family down and start taking them out, and everything's going on chaos right now until uh, the character played by Shani Vincent knows how to fight back. And that's where the two elements between what you're not and your next come into play, because both the female characters they actually do fight back, which is usually the trope that's been removed from other horror films. And so I like that a lot. But what makes your next for me a higher movie um, is basically how certain things are revealed and things surprise you in that one. And if you haven't seen it before, you really should. I'm not going to give any spoilers, but it's a really good movie about how things can be manipulated. And like I said before, it's a movie that's easy to spoil, and I really don't want to do that with this, but you go into it thinking it's going to be one type of feature, mainly like The Strangers, a house invasion movie of that sort, and then it kind of flips its heels, or flips the tables, and becomes something else. So, it, it kind of goes into like, it's like The Strangers at first, and then it becomes Home Alone, but a very kind of gory version of Home Alone. And I am, as all I'm going to say right there for that, uh, the other feature that I would have mentioned, and I don't think this one has gotten talked about on other podcasts, and that is The House of Yes. Marty Pascal is bringing his new fiance home for the holidays. I hear his car. <gasps> Marty! There's only one problem. He hasn't told his twin sister. Leslie and I are engaged. Did you give your sister her medication? Her name is Jackie. Did Marty tell you about me? How you were. How's that? She lives in a White House. When she came out of the room, Jackie's hand was holding Marty's And she's got her own ideas about family values. It's the wildest place you've ever made love. I can't talk like that about your brother. Pretend he's not my brother, I do. Marty, you're home. Miramax Films presents the smash hit of the Sundance Film Festival. One more time, Marty, for all time's sake. Jackie can have everything her way she always has. Parker Posey, the house of yes. I'm going to go baste the turkey and hide the kitchen lights. Uh, the house of yes has um, Parker Posey, Josh Hamilton, and uh, Tori Spelling. Yes, that Tori Spelling. And it is about this couple who are just engaged, and Josh Hamilton, Tori Spelling, the, the couple, and he's taken her to meet his family. And one of the relatives that he has to deal with is his twin sister, who is played by Parker Posey. Now, Parker Posey in this movie, she is obsessed with Jacqueline Onassis, and she dresses like Jackie O, and 
during I during yeah, I should let you know too that this movie is set during the eighties, like twenty years after the Kennedy assassination, and Jackie O has um reenacted the Kennedy assassination with her brother a bunch of times. Um but then secrets start to be revealed about the family as well. And that's where it sort of plays in with Ready or Not is how the bride, um, in that case, it was um, Samara Reeves' character, Ready or Not, discovering things about the family. And then House of Yes, it's Tori Spelling's character discovering things about her in-laws and everything. So that's where the two movies come together. In fact, that it's about uh, a woman meeting her in-laws, and then finding out about the truth. And there's some uh, very kind of twisted things that happen in this family. I'm not going to give any spoilers on this one either, but it's a lot of fun. It was based on a stage play. Uh, House of Yes was directed by uh, Mark Waters, who is the same cat who directed Mean Girls, and I think Freaky Friday. So yeah, I uh, really dug House of Yes based on a play. If you haven't seen it before, I recommend you watching it. If you have seen it before, let me know if you think that the um, connections match. But I think that's going to wrap up this quick little episode of Cinema Recalls, Thriller Thursdays. Um, if I had to rate Your Nest and House of Yest, Your Nest gets a 5. I mean, solid action from start to finish. Uh, House of Yes, um, it takes place in just one house, so it is like it's a before stage play. Action is incredible. Parker Posey is just fantastic in this. Um, it also has Freddie Prince Jr., which I forgot to mention. Um, but I have to give House of Yes a four and a half star. I think that one's a lot of fun. But anyways, let me know what you think about these movies. I'm the Vern. I'm going to sign off right now. Uh, you didn't expect uh, the Cinema Recall podcast that there'll be at least two episodes every week, all right? Either two Cinema Recall episodes or like two maybe cinema recap or one cinema recap one cinema recall um i plan to at least have one episode with a guest and then one episode with just me all right this is a good segue to announce um that our next episode i will have on guests sophia titseria from the across the universe the chits with actions podcast and howard kasner of uh, howardkasner.wordpress.com they came on to the show to discuss the flits, La La Land, and the Umbrellas of Sherboard. And for our long-time listeners, you probably already know about this episode. But you see, we recently changed podcast hosting networks, alright? Uh, we are now part of Anchor.com, and Anchor has been just amazing. Really cool. Now, most other podcasting hosting sites... Um, to get your uh, podcast onto other platforms, it took a lot of work. You had to know what the RSS feed was, and you had to do extra stuff. But with Anchor, you don't have to do any of that. All you got to do is just record your show, and then they do the work for you. And you can either uh, submit your audio through uh, MP3 files, or you can even just record just straight on your phone, which I think is really hella cool, and just stream them out that way. So... Anchor is now our new permanent home for podcasts, so I'm going to be reposting many older episodes that were on other network sites, but we're going to be on a host of ones right now. We're under the banner That Moment In Presents, 
and I'm hoping to bring in a whole slew of other podcast shows uh, right now so far is just Cinema Recall uh, but we're going to be adding in new episodes of Cinema Recap very soon and very excited to do that um, as always you can find all of our shows through Anchor um, check out the site that we also host things on which is thatmomentin.com check out all the great reviews there Cinema Recall is on social media on Twitter we're at cinema underscore recall and then on Facebook and Instagram we are just the Cinema Recall Podcast that's it right now I'm the Vern gonna sign off I hope you all have a great day and I look forward to talking to you soon goodbye Thank you.